Welcome to the Heightening, a place for those who are answering the call of God to fulfill God's purpose in their lives. We are women who are being elevated to a level of intentionality and empowerment to lead the life we were created to live. Please welcome our host, Yolanda Caldwell. Welcome to this episode of The Heightening and our new season. We are so excited to have you with us and we want to send out a big thank you to our audience members who have been with us since 2020. Well, here we are in 2022 and we're kicking off our season with Crystal Brown. Now, many of you will remember Crystal because she helped us kick off 2021. And I do think we have a pattern here. I think our first guest for every year will be Crystal Brown. Who is Crystal Brown? Crystal Brown is the founder of InSpirit, Project Becoming, the creator of Liquid Strength Training, Module for Dance. She's also an associate professor of dance at Middlebury College and the chief vision officer of Steps and Stages, LLC. Crystal is a native of Kingston, North Carolina, where she remembers accompanying her mother to NAACP meetings and performing at Black Caucus rallies. This early exposure to social responsibility innately produced a strong desire in Crystal to put her gifts to work for the greater good. And that is why she is a partner with The Heightening because she understands putting her gifts to work for the greater good. You know what we say here at The Heightening, that we encourage you to live the life that you were created to live. So I wanna welcome Welcome, Crystal, who is living that life. Welcome, Crystal. Hey, thank you, Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me back. Hello to the heightening audience. It is such a pleasure to be back with you and happy new year. Happy new you. Happy new year and happy new you. Crystal, it has been a year. Uh, 2021 came in. We talked about visioning. We talked about a lot of great things, but there was one thing in particular that you said during that podcast, Mm. you talked about dancing through. Yeah. And that was so powerful for me. I believe that I danced through 2021 and because I danced through 2021, I am dancing in 2022 Mm -hmm. and I am excited to have you with us, to share with us, to talk with us, to give us some new insight. So tell us what's happening with you. Yolanda, we indeed did dance through 2021 and you know, I'm a professional dancer, but I know that sometimes that puts people off. So let's think about 2021 as being at a really good party. And there's some times where the music is so good that you can't help but move with it. And there's some times where you got a little two-step just keeping it going. There's sometimes you just got to go away on the wall, right? And 2021 gave us all those experiences. We were either in our flow, we were just trying to keep up with a two-step, or we just had to take a break. And I think what has really stood out for me in 2021 is knowing when to do all those things. Listen. I hear you with that two step because there were some times in 2021, that's all I could do was Mm -hmm. a two step. Mm -hmm. But right now, listen, I am ready to do the tango in 2022, girl. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Yes. It's great. I mean, you know, last year we were really thinking about how to create something out of the calamity. Right. And now we have this maybe impending calamity that might come again but we've learned how to navigate. And so as we're going into 2022, I just wanna hit you and your audience with really three things that I want you to think about. 
Okay. One is redefining success. Mm -hmm. And in our community at Steps and Stages, we're using that to go beyond success. This idea that we've prescribed for ourselves and that we've subscribed to that success looks a certain way, feels a certain way, has a certain number in your bank account, allows other people to notice it in a certain way. We're doing away with all that, right? A lot of our community has already reached a certain level of success, but they still feel a longing and discontent and they know that there is more. So we're thinking about redefining success, going beyond success and to get there, we gotta go back inside and trust our real intuition, right? We know who we are from the beginning, right? Like you, yes. you know, your audience knows that. Yes. And as we're trained out of our intuition, what it's, what it's like, it's like having a good book on the bookshelf and other things just keep getting put on top of it that are more important, right? The light bill, the, the cleaning of the house, like all these little things keep ticking on top. So we forget it's even there. So we gotta get back and trust our intuition, tune in to that original small voice that we're born with. And then we gotta invest in the vision. You know, it's, it's as, as someone who's been in education, right, from K through 12, all the way up to being a tenure professor, I am awestruck at the amount of time and energy we spend paying for and investing in the work of education each year of our lives until we become professionals. And then we think <laughs> we've got it all figured out. And then we're mad when we don't have an answer to something. And then we're really upset when we forget who we are. But all of that money we've invested in time, we've invested in learning something like a skill or something that someone else thinks is valuable has undervalued ourselves and our own vision. So this year, I'm really pushing people to invest in the vision, invest in the self-work so that when you get to that level of success or the thing you've been trying to do, you don't feel empty. If we're not doing that work alongside each other, that identity work, then it all, you know, it all falls apart. All right, just for anyone who forgot to grab a piece of paper and something to write with, <laughs> let me just hit you with the three things we're gonna talk about today. Redefining success, trusting intuition, and investing in the vision. So when you finish listening to us today, mm. you're gonna have some great information to help you do those three things. So Crystal, let's step back a little bit. Let's, okay. let's dance back. Let's go back to the wall. Uh -huh. Let's go back to the wall. <laughs> Redefining success. Yeah. Let me tell you, I had the privilege to have two weeks off mm -hmm. before we um, before 2022. In those two weeks, I redefined success for myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did it look like? Let me tell you, girl, I spent the time decluttering. Yes. I actually tried to Marie Kondo my life looking at stuff and says, did this bring me joy? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, it does not bring me joy. And I threw it away. Yes. I threw things away. I cleaned my family thought, okay, is she going to throw us out next? <laughs> no, I kept all of them. <laughs> right. I kept everybody. In right, the right, right. But things that were no longer serving me, mm -hmm. I had to let them go. Yeah. Um, there were some letters of resignation that I wrote mm -hmm. during these two weeks uh, because it was very, very important for me to redefine my success. And who knew that that's what we were going to be talking about today? But right. I did it. I yeah. did it in those two weeks. And I look forward to in this year, 2022, living out this redefined mm -hmm. vision 
of yes. who I am. Yeah. And I agree with you. We'll get to it next. But before we get, before I go too far, uh-huh. give me two things of how to redefine success. What are two yeah. ways that a person can redefine success? Yeah. One, they can do an accounting. What am I currently doing and what would I love? If those two things are not in alignment, then we can't really call that success, right? Because success is supposed to give us a level of completion and freedom. And if the thing we're doing doesn't feel whole and as if it's additive to our personality, if it's allowing us to discover our genius, then there's something about it that's not gonna allow you to feel successful. You're gonna keep grasping at other things. I mean, Ilana, you would be surprised how many women I talk to on a daily basis who I know they want to invest in themselves. I know they want to do the work that we do here at Steps and Sages, but they can't get past the certification. They're like, what will I get after this? What will I be able to do? And that portion, that mental block, right? So getting over the limiting belief that someone else has to certify you or what you're about to do has to be easily recognizable or there's something that you're going to get from it. You're going to get yourself. And by, I mean, that's the most valuable thing we have. Listen, okay, you have like turned certifications on its head Mm -hmm. um, because I literally had this conversation in December with someone around worth and who Mm. validates you. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to, I guess we can talk about your second point and trusting your intuition, Mm -hmm. Um, validating yourself is trusting who you were created to be. Yeah, yeah. And that your knowledge, worth, and value comes from a deep root of excellence and genius. That's already in you. Already there. Just been covering it up by trying to get other people to co-sign on it. Covering it up. Covering up with master's degrees. Covering it up with certifications. Covering it up with marriages that are just for show, covering it up with expensive bags, covering it up with trips and Instagram photos, just covering it up, right? So getting to that intuition, Mm -hmm. it can be painful. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because most of the time our inner voice has been co-opted by the ways and the strategies that we were trained into. So when you start to uncover and discover that the things you've been believing, trusting, and the people you've been modeling yourself after are not aligned with your essential truth, then it becomes painful, right? There's a, in our program, even in our entry-level program, Dream Builder, we go through two weeks of just forgiveness because it's so essential in not just getting to your voice, but even allowing yourself to see the people who may have taught you what success is that you can see them as human beings who were also just using the content of their life as the curriculum for their evolution. So let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. Those who taught you what success looks like. Mm -hmm. So during my two week hiatus, yes, I did a lot of decluttering, but I did take some time to enjoy myself. And Mm -hmm. I rewatched Sinai Lathan's movie. Um, I think it was, is it, Napoli ever after oh uh-huh yeah Napoli ever uh-huh yeah where she yes. cut her hair in the beginning uh-huh yes and there was a moment in that movie where I had to pause the movie 
and really do some deep introspection. Mm-hmm. When she was at the engagement party and she was sitting inside and they came looking for her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, what are you doing? And she says, I can't put these shoes on anymore. They mm-hmm. hurt my feet. But I can't get up and come outside barefoot. Mm-hmm. I need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So because I can't put the shoes on and because I can't come outside mm-hmm. without shoes on, I'm stuck here. Uh-huh. How many of us are stuck? Yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to wear the shoes that we've been wearing. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be our authentic selves. Yeah. Because we, don't want to, yeah. because we don't want to deal with the feedback of the people who told us what we should look like, what we should be grateful for. You know, Yolanda, a lot of the women I work with, it, it, and, you know, I just, I'm only saying this because I need people to understand they're not alone. Right? As professional women, as mothers, as wives, as leaders, as CEOs, as presidents, as like visionaries, we are constantly trying to explain ourselves to other people. And as we're explaining that, we get into a little bit of defending it, mm-hmm. right? Defending who, what about us is worthy for them to patronize, to respect, to look up to, to you know, emulate, to follow. And that explanation actually brings down our own belief in ourselves. Because when you're constantly having to explain yourself to someone, you start to get a little weary of like, well, is that right? I mean, well, why do I have to keep saying this? Shouldn't they just know? And the thing is in that middle space, that's where people get stuck because the worth of the self is deteriorating. Now, when we get stuck in that, um, that conversation, that inner dialogue that says, here is my worth, but what is the value to the outside world? That's when we start to either chip away at what we've been doing that's not working, or by default, we go further into validating ourselves for other people, right? Because what we have innately, like we're talking about, is worth more than what anyone could ever validate or structure. It's so unique. We find our value in our difference, not in our homogeneity, right? We don't, we don't need to be the same. We don't need to emulate that. We have to honor our difference so that we can actually create value in the world. Listen, trust, trust who you are, trust who you were created to be, trust the gifts that are in you and bring them out. Yeah. 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 Bring them out. Yeah. Whether people are ready to see it or not. Exactly. Bring out that uniqueness, bring out that differentiator, Mm -hmm. bring out what you were created to bring to this world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're uniquely created to do that. Every experience that you've had in your life has prepared you for that moment or whatever that moment is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for every moment after that. Exactly. Exactly. We say it all the time. The content of your life is the curriculum for your evolution. Right. It comes from a really deep sort of woman named Mary Morrissey, who, you know, has taught me a lot about training and coaching women like, you know, it, and she was an ex-educator. Right. Similar to me, like grew up and understands the, mon- the, the the mechanisms of education. Right. So 
when we for someone who's not in that field let's say you went to class and you got a syllabus the content is the syllabus right that, that educator is going to try to get everything that they think you need to know in there that content is so important now the way they deliver that is called their pedagogy mm-hmm. but if they know similar to what we've been learning now in this pandemic that culturally relevant pedagogy is important so if they know what you've been through in the past they can deliver the content through their pedagogy in a way that strikes you transforms you and actually ensures that you learn something and not only learn something because then can activate exactly do something different can actually receive the information if it's given to you in a format that doesn't match yeah your learning style or mm-hmm. your experience mm-hmm. it there's no way you can take that information and apply it to your life exactly exactly my and, and you know this is one of the ways that the unique aspects of my life right of being a performer a dancer are so clear because i can't give someone something that i know they can't embody yet mm. right Listen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about investing in the vision. Mm -hmm. We want to thank our sponsor of today's episode, The Heightening. The Heightening has introduced this year a new affirmation pack. So please visit www.theheightening.com to get information about evolution of a queen, the affirmation pack that will help you live the life that you were created to live. Crystal, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who may be just joining us, we have with us today, Crystal Brown. She is the Chief Vision Officer of Steps and Stages LLC, and she has been transforming 2022 already. Um, She's telling us three things today, redefining success, trusting intuition, and investing in the vision. And now we're going to continue that conversation about investing in the vision. So Crystal, how do you invest in the vision? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, Yolanda, people think that investing in a vision is something that they have to have a, um, a business plan for, right? And so many of, many of the women that I work with, you know, change from corporate to entrepreneurship and they're like, so how do I do it? When we get stuck in the how, then we miss the what? Because we're really good at how. Blueprint, you know, a list of things to do, do it like this, two measure this, right? We're so good at that. That's what has been defining our success for so long. But when we look at the what, the what the impact is, the what the result is, and then we start to reverse engineer our daily practices, we're investing time and we're investing in people who hold us accountable to that vision. Now, I mean, if we look at any successful person who we've seen in the last 20, 30 years, right? Any successful CEO, venture capitalist, anyone, they all have coaches behind them. Now, what we've seen in the last five or 10 years is that people are using the word coach for different industries, right? But really what it means is someone who knows the game a little bit better than you and can position you for the best impact of your skills to have impact on the game. Right. So when we look at coaching as an industry, you want to be very clear 
that the person you're using to invest in your vision and your game knows the rules, right? And so when you're looking for someone that you resonate with, you're looking for someone who's living the outcome, someone who's giving you feedback on the plays that you're making, and someone who can actually see the gift that you have that can be trained and managed in a way to bring the maximum impact to your life. Wow. Okay. So one, make sure you ask the right question. Correct. Two, look at your outcomes and possibly reverse or re-engineer. Mm-hmm. Reverse engineer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And three, identify a partner, a coach mm-hmm. who can truly support you in that area. Exactly. Exactly. And right. So a lot of people, some people come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I want to do what you're doing. And I go, I can't, that's not what I do. I'm not certifying coaches, right? I'm not teaching you how to be me. That's not possible. There's no way I can teach you how to be a black woman from the South who grew up with two parents who were both, neither one of them graduated from college, battled addiction. Like you, I can't, I can't give you that to embody. What I can do is I can help you get to the core of who you are to clarify your identity, embed confidence in that identity so that we can tear away all the limiting beliefs and then help you practice that identity to the point where it unveils the next step of your transformation. You have to be clear on who you are Mm -hmm. so that you can show up and help others be clear on who they are. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, from our program with uh, young women and all age women now project becoming the first question is, who am I? That question actually elucidates the answers to everything else, because even when you say what you want to become, I tell people all the time, you can be an amazing doctor, world-class surgeon. You can still be a crappy person. So it's not what you become, it's who you become. Because in the words of Les Brown, you don't get what you want, you get who you are. At the end of the day, nothing, you're never going to be able to outgrow your own limiting beliefs of yourself. You're never going to be able to love another person more than you love yourself. You're never going to be able to go beyond this traditional version of success unless you have said what success looks, feels, tastes like to you. So in 2022, we are encouraging Mm -hmm. women to live the life that they're created to live. And in this first episode, what we're encouraging you to do is redefine your success. What, did, what does it mean to you? What, who are you? And what does a successful you look like? And how does a successful you show up in the world? Mm-hmm. That's task one. Task one, yes. Task two is get back to the basics. Trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. Trust that little voice that you hear that's giving you instructions on what works, what doesn't work for you. Yeah. What brings you joy? Mm -hmm. What brings you peace? Mm -hmm. What fuels you? Yeah. What gives you energy? 
what makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning? Correct. And not jump out of bed to serve someone else because that's what you've been doing. Right. Working for, for all of those women out there who are, who are intellectually so magnificent. I need you to clarify that what works for you may not feel like the work you've been doing. So it doesn't have to be hard. What if it happened with ease? What if it was all about your intuition rather than someone else's validation? Really be clear that when you're stepping into the next action, stay present enough with yourself to know why you're doing it and what the impact really is, if it's a habit or if it is it a gift. That is very important because sometimes I think people, I'll digress just a little. I think Mm -hmm. people who have an entrepreneurial spirit believe that they should be entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true. Correct. You can have an entrepreneurial spirit and still collect a W-2, still work for someone. Mm -hmm. It's about being true to who you are. Yeah. And understanding your gifts and your talents and what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And constructing your life in a manner in which if there is a conflict in values between who you work for, whether that is an organization or a client, your life is structured so that you can still move where you have peace you don't have to stay somewhere just for the money correct correct construct your life in a way money is energy decide how much energy you need to be successful yes and then that will give you peace intuition Mm -hmm. intuition trust it yep trust living the life that you want what 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 brings you joy? And I know we are saying this over and over again because somebody needs to hear it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah, like we, have to, we have <laughs> to get past all, like we got to say it for those in the back. But yes. that part of you that you hidden so deep, we're trying yeah. to get to that person, mm-hmm. that part of who you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my mama used to say, you know, I'm from the South, Yolanda. My mama used to say, I done said this 50, 11 times. <laughs> Right. So on the 511 time, it actually might, like the young people say, hit different. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get it to hit different. We're mm-hmm. trying to get you to hear us. Mm-hmm. Because again, you know this. Yeah. You know it doesn't feel right. You know it, those shoes, speaking of the move, you mm-hmm. know the shoes that you're wearing don't fit you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Take Mm-mm. them off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Take them off. And finally, invest, invest yeah. in the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and investing can happen in so many different ways. As I mentioned so at the top ways. of the show, I invested in my life the last two weeks of 2021 by decluttering, mm-hmm. by letting go of things that no longer served me. Exactly. I let them go. I let go of people. I let go of things. I let go of positions because it's important for me in 2022 to be everything, mm-hmm. everything that I've been called to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what you're saying also, Yolanda, is so key to this whole process of transformation and getting to your joy and getting to trust your intuition and owning your authentic identity 
is the practice of making decisions, right? Decision literally means to cut away, right? If we cut away everything that is not in line with the vision, then we have no choice but to become exactly who we're supposed to be, right? And that decision-making is not easy, but it brings so much clarity that the next step comes with ease. I, I have to admit it did. Mm -hmm. um, there were some things that were very important to me that had gotten buried mm. by some other things and mm -hmm. by cleaning and decluttering and clearing mm -hmm. the yes was so much clearer. Yes. It was like a clarion call mm -hmm. as to this is it. This yeah. is, you know, what the path that you should be walking right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And we have all of these, you know, sayings, especially in the coaching industry, that when you decide or when you say yes, all of Providence comes to meet you. And we have all these things. But I think people get so wrapped up in the poetry of the language that they forget some of these powerful moments in their own life where they took a leap of faith or they said yes when it didn't when it didn't make sense to other people and the reciprocal understanding they got from those, you know, evidentiary experiences, right? Yes. Like that's that's what we have to do. We have to cultivate our intuition to know that our yes is much more powerful than our success and safety. Ladies of the heightening, if that is the closing statement, your yes. Say it again, Crystal. Say it again, because that is what they need to walk away with. Your yes is much more powerful than you holding and gripping on to these ideas of success and safety, because in your yes, is the providence, the resource, and the vision for the full capacity of your identity. Crystal, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping us kick off 2022 with power, with clarity, and with decisions, yes. making solid, sound decisions. Mm -hmm. And even with that, I, I want everyone to be clear, a decision is not, what's the word I'm looking for? A decision is not forever. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can make another decision. Right. It's not the only thing you're going to do. Right. Right. And as you continue to grow and those yeses flex the muscle of your intuition, your intuition becomes stronger. You'll understand that the process of decision making is just that the evolution to cutting away all of the clutter and getting to your true identity. So Crystal, how can people get in contact with you? How can people work with you? Yeah, if you wanna do the work of visioning, you wanna go to stepwithcrystal.com and there's a little video there that just talks about how we go beyond traditional success to live lives of true freedom. That's www.stepwithcrystal.com. Crystal is spelled C-H-R-I. S-T-A-L, crystal.com. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Ladies of the Heightening, I want to thank you for joining us for this episode. Please continue to visit us at www.theheightening.com to get more information about our podcast, about colorful conversations, as well as some great new things that we'll be doing this year. Thank you again for joining us and we'll see you at the next episode. Thank you, Londa. Thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.theheightening.com.